Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another brand new episode. Today's features Dean Justice of Justice and the Experience. I had a lot of fun hanging out with Dean again, talking about uh, some of his adventures uh, over the last couple of years, and uh, and we get into some brand new music. I uh, hope you enjoy this one. Go see Dean live at Happy Trails Thursday and have a good time out there at Happy Trails this weekend. If you uh, new here or you've been here, I'm thankful that you are tuned in and uh, here with us today. So appreciate you listening. And uh, if you could tell some friends and uh, anything helps to support the show, it really means a lot to me. Um, you can find all things rock paper podcast on spotify apple podcast wherever you get your podcasting and rockpaperpodcast.com and be sure to follow along on the socials i would love to hear from you and uh, let me know what you think of today's episode i do want to remind you as always rock paper podcast is brought to you by friendship brewing company in wentzville missouri serving up all your craft beer needs over 25 rotating taps over there uh, all kinds of tasty beverages and uh, delicious eats. You got your burgers, nachos, and flatbread pizzas and salads and uh, all kinds of daily and weekly specials. So you got your like Taco Tuesday. Uh, you got uh, fried buffalo chicken sandwich on Wednesday. Uh, so all kinds of things like that. And uh, great live music happening on Thursdays. They kick off the week with some uh, Singo Bingo Night. And this Thursday, the July 27th, is Singo Bingo the Movies. And it's ladies' night. Dollar off all your friendship brewing beers. Friday night, Andrew's Hug Day. Uh, come out and support that. It's going to be a great time for a great cause. Freezes Pond on the patio from 7 to 10 on Friday the 28th. Saturday, July 29th is Michael Scott from 7 to 10. And Sunday, Josh Littig, 1 to 4. And a big week over at Friendship Brewing Fly High as this is their grand opening on Saturday. So uh, you, you got first you got Friday night, July 28th with Corey Clapper. And you got Saturday, the big grand opening, starting at noon all the way to 11 p.m. Live music from Steve Kyle at 7 to 10. You've got uh, all kinds of activities for the whole family games. Vendors, axe-throwing beer and food specials. Uh, you got your brewery and distillery tours and much more. Uh, find all the info at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to plug in them with them on uh, your Facebook and Instagram for more info. And uh, yeah, come out and have a great time at Friendship Brewing Company this weekend. Again, Andrew's Hugs on Friday in Wentzville and Saturday, the big grand opening at Fly High location. And um, those are going to be two uh, really good events to come out and support. Yeah, do it. Get out and get involved. Have a good time. And uh, if you need anything else from me, feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Again, rockpaperpodcast.com is the hub for everything else. 
And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with just us and the experience. Um, a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This is Dean Justice with Just Us and Experience, and you're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop, never know what. New kind of guess that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has, could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero Here's your hero, here's your bestie Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley Rock Paper Podcast Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out tonight with returning guest, Dean Justice. Yeah, yeah. Justice and the Experience. Man. How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah, man. Yes. Doing, uh, so uh, good to see you again, Shane. Great to see you, my friend. It's been uh, entirely way too long. Uh, I'll put I'll creeping up on five years since your last appearance on the show, which is wild to think about. But uh, for me, time is uh, still really weird to think about. Uh, I I think I think about things sometimes like they were the other day, and then you you know then you look them up and you find out it's five years. Five ago. years later, yeah, yeah. time flies. Yeah. And you're having fun, I guess. You or, know, or a global or, pandemic. You know, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. So. Yeah, it's so yeah, crazy how right. time can either go fast or go slow, yeah, right? Right. And stuff. But five years, lots happened in five years. I'll tell you that. Right. Lots happened in five years. A lot of shows, a lot of good times, a lot of meeting of good people. Went yeah. on a hike, you know, coming back now and everything like that. So yeah, five years, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, well, that's why we're here. We got a lot to catch up on, obviously, and we got uh, some new music we want to share with everybody, and a lot of big things happening for you. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about this, uh, this trip, man. You, uh, you, so, uh, you, well, you just, you left town for almost a year. Is that Well, yeah. I mean, actually what happened was back in 2013, I went to actually do the Appalachian trail. Right. And, um, when I went to do it, I only got probably about 59 miles in and came home and everything just was not prepared wasn't ready for it physically mentally spiritually none of that stuff and all of a sudden that pandemic hit with everything going on in the way it was and just struggling and i mean i think everybody was struggling in their own ways you know trying to get through whatever situation they were dealing with and at that point i just thought it was best to take all my stuff get rid of it put the rest of my stuff that was important to me and valuable sentimental type stuff into storage and just put everything on my back and hike hike the Appalachian Trail and see if I could at least get past 59 miles yeah you know that was my first goal going out there I just wanted to get past 59 miles you know I wasn't even I was thinking the whole trail don't get me wrong but when you go out there and after going the first time I had a little bit of a taste of it so I kind of understood a little bit of what I was getting into but not the whole spectrum of it but 
truly, I, I, I went out there just because everything that was going on, I need to figure some stuff out in life. You know, I mean, truly, it comes down to this. I, I, I started playing so many shows and doing so much and running and doing what we call the, I guess, the race. Right. That. I had to really step back and figure out why am I doing this still? You know, I mean, I love playing music. I'll always play music, but why am I running the race at this point? You know, what's the race for, you know, and, and why do I play music and stuff, you know, and, and it was a serious question in my heart and stuff. So I felt like going out there and slowing down from everything and just kind of letting it kind of not let it go, Mm -hmm. but just let it be for a second and figure out, why do I play music still? What, yeah. what, what is it, you know? And sure. I think, uh, I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I feel, uh, like anybody that, uh, like most creatives, I, I feel probably go through something like that. I mean, maybe not even, you know, maybe it just all human probably I would, uh, go through some period of life where they question things, whether, you know, is it this, this job or this relationship or whatever, whatever situation they are in and stuff. But, uh, I know for sure, uh, you know, doing this podcast too, like uh, there's been days where I'm like, why am I doing this? What's going on? And then like, sometimes you just gotta like, you, you get your, like the, I guess more self doubt, the things kind of, those things creep in your head sometimes. And then you're like, uh, and then all of a sudden you'll get like something. You're talking the whole trail right there. Yeah. I mean, because trail's kind of like that, you know, I mean, truly the trail, the way it works is, when you first start off, it's like a honeymoon. Right. It's so exciting, man. I mean, you got this whole community that you're that you're rolling along with, getting to see in towns and in shelters and along the trail, and you're in pain, but the excitement's so fun. And so, like, what's next? The views, everything like that. You know, the 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 places you're being at, the challenges you're going through, the the things you're working through, and everything that. Eventually, you know, you're you're in this honeymoon stage and you're going and it's all great and everything. But then all of a sudden you get to what's called the Virginia Blues and you're about 600 miles in, 700 miles in. You feel like you've done something at that point because you have. You've really accomplished something major. You've been hiking for months now. And then you realize, holy cow, I got... 1300 miles left i'm not even halfway there like it's defeating it's defeating some days you wake up you know you go and you lay down hurting and in pain and it's like why am i here but that's the reason they say you know just like music what i was talking about earlier of why am i here the music the hike all of it's related together because truly to do stuff like this and then endure a long journey you have to have a reason why and you have to have a deep rooted reason why you know, and truly what I left leaving on the trail thinking was my reason why I was there was truly not my reason why when I found out in Virginia, that was not my reason why I was there, you know, but I found out a deep rooted reason why I was on that trail going along. And, and you do that in music as well. You find a deep rooted reason why you keep going along. Why are you doing this? Right. And stuff. And when you find that deep rooted reason, you never give up on them days that are bad. Because the saying comes up that never give up on a bad day. If it's raining, if it's snowing, if you're in pain, stuff like that, don't give up. Don't give up. But if you get to the top of that mountain that next you know time and you're having the best day of your life and you look off that mountain and you're done, you're like, man, I want to go home, go home. It's okay. 
It's okay to go home at any time, but don't give up just because it's bad right now. You know, but when it's bad out, that's when that reason why comes out. You know, you you start asking, why am I here? And then when you get that deep-rooted reason that you're there, you know exactly, and you always lean on it. You always go towards it, and you're like, dude, I'm here because this right here. Nice. You know, and I mean, truly, the trail taught me this. I'm here to play music because I got taught the love of music by my grandmother and my great-grandmother. They played for the souls of people. They played at nursing homes and hospitals and churches and fairs and places like that. You know, they didn't make a lot of money doing it or nothing like they they did it to heal. And I realized that right before I went to the trail. But as I went along the trail, I started finding out that my favorite spots to play are along these shelters with 20 people, 15 people, just so personal and intimate. We're beat down. We're struggling. Where, you know, we've either had a good day or a bad day, but most of us have probably had probably a pretty hard day. You know what I'm saying? And and to be able to sit around and, and lift people up and to share. And it didn't happen every shelter. didn't happen all the time. But along the way, there was moments and times where I got to share and lift people up with the music. And then down the way, they would share back with me that this moment right here. You know, at this shelter, like in the Smokies, you know, I had this one girl come up and she really hit me deep and she showed me a video of me and she was just like, yeah, I was going to give up that day. Hmm. I was going home the next day, but you came in, you were tired, wet, it had been raining all day. You, you're eating some food and somebody asked you to play, play a song and you got up and gave us a two hour concert and then went to bed. And she was just like, after that, I just, I kept hiking. Yeah. I couldn't give up. And, and it was nothing in particular I did, but just share share something that i was gifted with <laughs> and i and i believe that's a true reason why i do now play music because i realize the gift that it is yeah man you know what i was saying to where before i was taking it, it for granted in a sense of just taking it as this is what i want to be or want to do and it's not just who you know i mean i'm not just music i'm so much more than music but i've got a gift and i get to share it with people and that's that's a freaking huge blessing you know what i'm saying a huge huge blessing so but a lot you know i i kind of felt that before i went to the trail but until the trail did i actually experience it because of all the outside distractions being gone you know i mean you can only hike for so long before you can't have that same thought and, and everything else just kind of comes up you know and stuff but along the way music comes up because now along the way i'm sitting there singing i got sunshine in my pocket in the pouring rain I got love in my heart as I walk through the pain, you know, and, and it has so many meanings to it. You know, all the different songs that came from out there that I that I wrote while I was out there and stuff through the through the times, you know, I mean, the community I met couldn't imagine all the beautiful musicians and people that was out there gives you faith in humanity a yeah. little bit again. You know, I mean, especially after the pandemic, you're a little bit kind of struggling with it, but it just rebuilt, mm -hmm. rebuilt you, man. You know what I'm saying? But it really. uh taught me that music was the gift that i had been given in life you know what i'm saying that's what it taught me actually on the trail so that you, was my reason to hike so you made did you uh you completed this year this time yeah yeah, yeah. got all the way through it then yeah yeah georgia to maine and what you said no was it 19 21 21 yep 96 yeah yep man that's that's wild yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a it was seven months yeah I started March 29th and it did uh, September 29th. 
and stuff. So I'm gonna Katahdin on September 29th. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, it was. I'll tell you what, man. It was an amazing time running across bears and mountain lions and freaking a couple bobcats and deer and all, I mean just the snakes stuff like that I mean but truly when you come off it's truly hard to be back into the city you kind of miss being out there in the tent and stuff like I can go and set my tent up and I'll probably sleep better in my tent than when I sleep in my house nowadays it's just it's peaceful it's home you know after you spend so much time out there it just becomes second nature now you know I mean not that I've spent my life out there and I'm gonna go live in the woods forever you know we didn't just live in the woods you know i mean every three or four days we go into a town we do laundry we shower we restock all of our food we get whatever supplies we need and then we roll on you know to whatever next spot we're going to go to whether it be 50 miles 75 miles whatever it is however long you feel like you're going to hike and need to hike before you got to get off the trail yeah and stuff and you just keep repeating that cycle honestly as i went along it reminded me a lot of tour when I used to tour with string cheese and stuff like that and follow string cheese all over the United States every summer, it was the same thing. Everybody talked about the same thing, you know? I mean, they would be like, hey, man, where are you sleeping? Where are you going? Like, what tickets you got? You know, what are you bringing? You know, do you know blah, blah, blah? Do you know blah, blah? Everybody got nicknames. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. It was the same way along the trail. Everybody's like, hey, man, where are you staying? Where are you going? Everybody had a nickname. The only difference was we were talking about gear out there a lot of times. Like, what gear are you carrying? To where people, you know, at the at the shows would be like, hey, man, you know, what 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 drum you got? What necklace you got? Nice stone. What You know, whatever it is along lot you, you, you're into. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it was... It was just like toward the logistics, everything like that, just bouncing town to town to town to town, just like shows, staying in hostels, stuff like that. You know, I mean, meeting beautiful people, man. I met family. I got I got a lot of good people off of that trail, you nice. know, especially at uh, cross cross trails, man, there in uh, Maryland and everything like that. And um, yeah, I mean, I love that place, you know, Peak Freak, Hippie, Walmart, 301. I mean, the whole the whole crew, Aussie. Batman. I mean, we could we can yeah. just go on and on. Shout I mean, out. that was yeah, huge shout out, man. I mean, <laughs> that, that was a moment in my life that I'll never, never forget. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> never, never forget and everything. And there were so many pe- more people involved in that, even. But yeah, I spent about two weeks there, though. You know, I was I, I ended up uh, getting caught in the vortex for a moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but <clears throat> it was worth it. But now, music wise, though, man, I mean, I came off the trail and realized it was it was time to start playing again along the trail i did i did some shows while i was along the trail yeah and everything like i played at station 19 on some grateful dead speakers <clears throat> and stuff like that and did a show there and i did a show up in uh harper's ferry uh west virginia at the barn and stuff and did a show up in uh connecticut and everything at a, at a pizzeria and stuff like that up in uh connecticut kent connecticut and stuff i mean it was it was a lot of fun you know i mean so i did shows along there and i came back for like sugar creek and uh fourth of july bash and a bunch of other shows so i was on and off the trail multiple times you know i wasn't strictly just hiking every day there was moments i would have to get to certain spots to be able to actually get on a plane a train shuttles buses Stuff like that to get to St. Louis, to get to my show, to get back to St. Louis, to get back to wherever I was hiking. 
you know, so there's a lot of logistics involved in it and everything like that. But I kept doing shows, the, you know, just because I love doing shows. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, and the shows I got to do, I mean, I absolutely love Sugar Creek. That's one of my favorite festivals I, I think I play and stuff. You know, I, I haven't played it in the last year or so, but since I've came off the trail because I, I've been more just trying to get my music um, together. You know, that's why I realized on the trail, you know, along the trail, I realized I could keep doing what I'm doing, but I'm kind of just spinning my wheels at that point, man. It's time to take the next step. You know, it's time to um, put an album out. It's time to uh, get all my merch together. It's time to get my website together, get, get, get the basics of what it takes to be a legit uh, uh, band. Right. You know what I'm saying? A legit performer and everything like that. You know, I mean, I, I love performing. I could keep doing what I'm doing. I don't mind what I'm doing. But if I want to do more, which I always do, you know, I, I either go big or go home. Yeah. You know, I don't know how to how to go little, man. We don't <laughs> go little in life. We either do it or we don't. Don't half-ass shit. You sure. know what I'm saying? If you're going to half-ass it, just don't do it at all and stuff, you know. So to me, it's like I was half-assing my life for a moment. I was half-assing everything, dog everything for a moment my relationships everything i mean along the trail i learned this you know what i'm saying i was half-assing my music mm -hmm. i was only given half the energy it, it deserved i was only given half the effort it was supposed to have you know what i'm saying so now kind of like i uh, uh people in the industry do man i just had to step back in the lab for a moment and recalculate it and go man dog like that's just not that's not satisfactory for me that's not going to work you know so what's the next steps here and the next steps was get these things taken care of and yeah. come back out with something that the people can actually enjoy. They can actually listen to. They can actually be riding around with and stuff like that. They ain't just got to catch me live or, or find me personally. You know, I mean, so they have an avenue to actually be able to change people at that point. It is, you know, and stuff. But the less I... The less I put it out there, the less chances people have, you know, to actually listen to it and get their heart changed. Yeah. You know. Well, one of those uh, big steps in the change was uh, you mentioned an album. Uh, you went in the studio with a great friend of the show, oh, Paul Niehaus. Yeah. Uh, Blue Lotus whoop, Recordings. Whoop. Yeah. And uh, you guys uh, – Putting in the work, trying to make this uh, album come to life. And uh, we got some recordings we want to share with you all. Uh, give you a little uh, preview of what to expect. And uh, I feel like uh, maybe we should start with Human Race. Uh, this being, uh, I felt as you were talking about the people that you met along the on the trail and everything else. Like this seems very appropriate uh, for uh, for that. Meeting all sorts of people from various walks of life and and uh that's what this song is all about man being yeah. part of the human race yes it is so uh i don't know about you all but as i look around and watch the news man it's just breaking my heart y'all all this talk of wars all this talk of disease all this anger and hate man if i can leave you with one message today one message to leave the world man don't give up on the human race don't give up on your brothers your mothers your sisters your fathers your cousins man because if i got one thing to say there's only one race and that's the human race and i won't give up on the human race even though it 
making so many mistakes. I don't care what the newsman says. No, no, no. And I won't give up on the human race, even though we're making so many mistakes. Only one race, and that's the human race. Oh, oh, oh. Why do we teach our kids how to hate? Uh, what uh, would you like to tell us a little bit more about uh, human race? What comes well, to mind? 
we got a couple of exciting things going on with human race. Actually, you know, not, not just Paul is on the actual track. Uh, Dave Clark, the drummer is yeah. on the track also. And that is super exciting. He's been playing a lot of shows with me lately and, um, just been really enjoying the frame drum and the, and the percussions he's been adding to everything, you know, I mean, he's not playing the actual set. He's playing Brazilian and, uh, Iranian drums and stuff and I, I really love the sound he's bringing and the energy he's bringing at this point and stuff so he's on the tracks also as well and, and everything but paul actually does the bass on the tracks and the guitar and the recording yeah and then i do the ukulele and the voice nice yeah uh dave clark's a badass man like I've, Dude, i got to for real <clears throat> legit i got to get to know him pretty well through uh my nights down at broadway oyster bar playing a lot of stuff with sean cannon for a while there yeah. at the voodoo players gigs and and uh so i got to see dave quite a bit for a while and and we became good friends and i love Dave. Um, but yeah I, I really enjoy watching him play he's an incredibly talented guy oh very creative very talented i mean his spectrum of his, his knowledge of music and drumming is just so vast you know i mean from the all the different instruments he can play but also all the passion he has for it I mean, truly, Dave has passion for playing music and the drums in particular. You know what I'm saying? He he doesn't just play the drums. He loves what he's doing, and that's that's the that's the best thing about that. I mean, that's actually how I ran across him mm-hmm. was he was talking about having these Iranian drums and just how bad he wanted somebody to just listen to him, man, and hear yeah. him, and how he wants him to go out there, kind of thing. And I was like, brother, I'll listen. Come over and let me listen, and and it and it led up to more things. You know, I, I fell in love with it, but it was his passion that sold me. It was never a plane. It was never nothing like that. It was never a fact that he was even a drummer. Because I mean, I was looking for a percussionist, but I wasn't seriously searching for nobody yet. But it was his passion mm-hmm. that that sold me. It was like, dog, if you, if you're that passionate about it, bring it. I want to hear what you got, kind right. of thing, man. Like, I mean, let me let me hear it and everything. So. Yeah, when he when he showed up and he started playing, it was just like, oh my gosh, and that was the moment. It was weird. That was the moment I realized who he was, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, because before that, I, I I didn't really know him very well. You know what I'm saying? I knew of him and stuff, but wasn't great friends with him or nothing like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, met him and he talked about that and he came by and he played. And as we were sitting here, it was like, oh my gosh, dude, this is the dude I've been watching for years. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, dude, uh-huh. like, I knew I knew him, man, right. but I didn't get it at first, you know, it was one of them things that finally everything clicked and went together, and it was like, dog, I got this dude, yeah, he's he's legit freaking awesome. Yeah. I mean, as a person and as a drummer. Yeah. And I mean, then you got Paul, I mean, Paul, he's a staple in St. Louis music, period. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love him, I love Paul, I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for Paul, who knows if I would still be playing sometimes because truly when I was just first starting out and I didn't think I was very good, I ran across Paul and Paul started playing with me and playing shows and he would always encourage me. He just encouraged me all the time, man, you know, and then when I wasn't really doing nothing with my music and stuff, he he always still encouraged me like, man, dude, you really need to, you know, like I like what you're doing. You know, like, come on, man, you know, I mean, kind of thing. So he always encouraged me. And I mean, just his, his ear, his passion for music as well. 
you know, I mean, his playing abilities, the whole nine yards. I mean, I just, I dig the guy. Yeah. Dig the guy. I spent a lot of time with him though. You know what I'm saying? Between doing shows and going to other places like Arkansas and stuff like that. He's in fact, him, Dave Clark and Jake will be playing with me at happy trails and stuff. So he'll be with me at happy trails on Thursday and stuff. And also, uh, Dave Clark will be with me. Nice man. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you'll be, that'll be uh Thursday, July 27th. And, uh, the festival goes all weekend long, right? All weekend long. But your set's on Thursday or? Yeah. My set's on Thursday from 420 to 520. Very appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> very appropriate. You know, if you know Dean justice, you know, that's very appropriate 420 <laughs> stuff. But, um, yeah, so I mean, it's all weekend long. I mean, Marshall's Throw is probably one of the best festivals right now. You know, I mean, I, I put up there with you know, I mean, Sugar Creek is one of my favorites, stuff like that. He's he is throwing a really great festival the last couple times, and it just keeps to seem to get better and better and better. And Willow Springs, gotta give them props for how well their property is just coming together at this point. They've really worked hard for the last three years, four years to really bring that property into something. And the more they keep going, the better the property's getting and stuff, you know, but the, the lineup that, that, um, Marshall has is just absolutely amazing. You know, I mean, he has amazing campground. He great vibes. Just, I mean, the whole nine yards, I mean, happy trails. I, I, I think I've been playing happy trails besides maybe one or two of them for the last five years since I think last time we ended our, maybe three years. I don't know. Yeah. At least four or five years Yeah, and stuff very back at Alton at the very beginning and stuff. I don't know if it was his first one, but I definitely, you know, I've been playing happy trails for a long time and to watch it grow to what it is. I'll be in two different stages in a room now to be in all the way to Willow Springs and this beautiful energy and atmosphere and a good lineup. You know, nothing over the top, but nothing that's under. It's it's priced accordingly. You know, I mean, just the whole nine yards, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I dig what he's doing. I dig everything he's doing. He's professional on all ends. You know, I mean, I can't I, I can't say how professional he is with what he's doing and everything. I, I Yeah, I dig the shit out the dude. And yeah. He could play. Yeah. Yeah, I do could play a bass, too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he kicks on a bass and yeah, stuff. Man. But, yeah, that's coming up next Thursday. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. We're doing a Hawaiian theme, so make sure you bring your Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. All right, every show you come to, make sure you bring her Hawaiian gear because we're doing Hawaiian theme this year. We're all getting laid. <laughs> beach. Yeah, man. Sex on the beach. <laughs> you know, Maui Maui's, whatever, yeah. man. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, when did uh, when did the Hawaiian uh, lifestyle take over for you? You got your – you're wearing your Hawaiian shirt now and your, your swim trunks. You uh, – Living, living the life, my friend. Well, man, there's a huge story behind that. <laughs> um, so I listen, started listening to Jimmy Buffett, and uh, no, nice. it wasn't that simple. <laughs> like it wasn't that simple. All right, so my mama was pregnant with me in Hawaii. My dad was stationed at Pearl Harbor. Okay, my mom came back maybe um, three weeks before I was born, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Well, my best friend in the whole world that I met my sophomore year of high school his parents were pregnant with him the same time my parents were pregnant with me in hawaii and stuff like that right um 
all of a sudden I'm playing in a band called the Odd Conversations with part of Spilly Nelson, part of Fleetwood and family and blues and grass and a bunch of different bands kind of collabed together to just kind of, we were just, dude, it was so many people, but it was a lot of fun just hanging out, jamming on a certain night, you know what I'm saying? And stuff. And I was playing the banjo and this girl kept bringing over the Zookalele and she kept asking me to play it. And it was just like, I don't want to play that toy type thing. So all of a sudden one day she's like, yeah, it's from Hawaii. And I was like, it's from Hawaii, huh? And she was like, yeah, I was like, I'll take it home and try it. And I, now I play the ukulele and stuff. So to me, you know, I mean, for some reason, I believe I need to go to Hawaii. Right. And throughout the whole trail, if anybody that knows me or seen me, they know I wore a blue Hawaiian shirt because it's Hawaiian shirts are the best things to hike in. They're very light. They, they absorb the water really well to keep you nice and cool. They, they dry out very fast. You know, you can get them down to nothing in a ball and shove them into anything to pack them away. You know, they're bright. And the true reason why I wear them is because animals, a lot of times, uh, different color, bright color is usually poisonous, like snakes and stuff like that. So animals, some animals are attracted to it, but not a lot of animals are attracted to it. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, if anything truly ever happens, they can see me really easy in the woods or yeah. on a mountain or whatever with my with my Hawaiian shirt. Right. You know, being in the mountains in a Hawaiian shirt, I was definitely standing out, you yeah. know, and stuff. But I just fell in love with my Hawaiian shirt, you know, and everything. So then we got going to some shows that I was performing and me and Kenny. And all of a sudden, um, started talking about, I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii, man. I want to go to Hawaii in the next year. And I want to play some shows in Hawaii. I want to I want to go and take my music over there after I get this music released and after I get, you know, this 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 set in the next three, four months or whatever, you know, um, I want to go to Hawaii within the next year. So to me, I believe in the law of manifestation. Yeah. You know, life is governed by many laws, you know, law of forgiveness, the law of love, the law of peace, the law of war, the law of seduction, the law of manifestation i mean the law of gravity the law of you know i mean time there's there's laws to all of it and everything like that well there's a law of manifestation and i believe that i can bring hawaii to me for a second right until i go to hawaii and i'm not gonna play hawaiian music i'm gonna play my music so i'm just gonna play music you know what i'm saying if i can play some hawaiian songs i may play some hawaiian songs i don't know but that ain't the plan is playing hawaiian music but Let's bring Hawaii here. Let's bring that good energy here. Let's bring that good vibe here. Let's bring sunshine and beaches here. Let's bring good music and 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 bonfires and and stuff like that here. You know what I'm saying? And wear Hawaiian shirts and enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah. You know, I mean I'm all about it. Yeah, man. Get laid every time, man. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, every time you showed up, you get laid. Bam. Yeah. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. Sorry, it's a different spelling, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That uh, that sounds incredible. I uh, I'm all for it. I I just uh, take me with you when you go. That's all I ask. Please, Let's we'll go. do it. We'll do a podcast there. Yeah, right. Um, that'll be our next one. Yeah. I'll be down for that. Let's, let's make it happen, man. Yeah, dude. I'm down for that. It's on the record now, so we yeah, have to make it happen. We got to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. That's how you make it happen, truly. Yeah. You got to tell the world, and then when you tell the world, you got to stand by it. Right. You know? Uh, well, let's uh, let's take uh, another listen to uh, another 
new tune from uh justice and the experience and um maybe this is one we'll be singing uh uh one more night you know we'll be i'm sure we'll be wishing for one more night in in hawaii uh and stuff so yes we will uh what uh what comes to mind around one more night for you man (laughs) one more night really hit me deep along the trail also you know i wrote it way 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 before the trail and it was just honestly it was about all my traveling you know i mean i've i've hitchhiked all over i've i've toured with music i've 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 traveled with my dad in a diesel. I've I've been all over the United States traveling and it was always just one more night on the highway, one more night on the road. You know, and everything. And I love being on that road traveling. And it, and I really wrote it for that. But then as I was on the trail, it really started hitting me, man, of that when things start going my way, I'll make it back home. Mhm. You know, and and my girl calls me up, asks me, when am I going to come home and stuff, you know? And when I tell her things start going my way, I'll be on my way back home. But it's one more night on that highway, one more night on that road, you know? I mean, I'm still, I got I to gotta be here. This is where I'm just, I'm at, you know? But the way the song ends is finally everything squares up and lines up and it all works out. And I'm on my way back home now.
you know, and that's truly how it happened. You know what I'm saying? Truly went out on an adventure on a long walk. Trust me, I don't like walking that much. <laughs> I don't. I don't like walking and hiking right. that much to do it. I love hiking. Don't get me wrong. But to hike that far, it's the community that keeps you going. Right. All right. 2000 is usually my limit for, uh, you know, walks and hikes. Yeah, so. <laughs> 2000. Yeah, so, I, you know, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> it was that last yeah, hundred and right, something yeah. to get you, right? All right. So, that's just yeah, too much. Man. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. You know, <laughs> there's many times it almost got me. Yeah. Yeah, there's many times you just, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, there's many, many, many times out there, you know, where you're either scared or you're hurt or you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Or you're just fed up, or you're confused, or you're lost in your mind for 300 miles thinking of one word named image. Such a deep ass word. If you ever get into it, I'm not going to get into it on the <laughs> podcast, but I did hike 300 miles on the word image and think about image, imagination, all the different things, man. The different people that believe it steals the soul, all different stuff, man. It's, yeah. it's a deep, deep word, man, you know, but still, side the point, you know and everything like that it just yeah man that 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 trail it was one more night one more night i can't go home it's another day another night another day another night man some are good some are bad some are absolutely blissful like you can't ever recreate it in your life and it goes by so fast like a blimp you don't even believe it really happens sometimes like walking through the forest in the in the smokies there's this one part right before you get to the Shenandoahs, or not the Shenandoahs, right before you get to Clemens Dome in the Smokies. Um, and it's a, a special habitat that they actually, an ecosystem that only you can find it only there in the Smokies, nowhere else on earth. And they study it and stuff. And it looked like something out of a fairy tale, man. Like, I mean, all this moss and fallen trees and these fallen trees had roots that were like six, 10 feet tall and round. And you could see through the roots and all that. And it was like this uh, uh, foggy, rainy type day. It was 32 degrees, 38 degrees, wind blowing at like 20 miles. And it was horrid. It was like some fairy tale thing, but it was blissful. It was like, I've never seen anything so beautiful in my life until I got farther along the trail where I walked out on this field of butterflies, just thousands and thousands of butterflies, dude. It was just nothing but butterflies and bees and these moss that looked like hummingbirds. And yeah, it was just blissful, man. You know, but then there was them other moments, man, where you sat there in the last mile to get to the thing, you, you fucking cry, man. You just want to be at the shelter. Your ankles hurt so bad. You're at 27, 30 miles that day. You know what I'm saying? And you're hurt and you just want to get there at that point, man. That, But you ain't going to give up. Right. It's just like life. You just ain't going to stop until you get there, man. You know, and, and literally there's moments where you just break down and you cry, man. You know, and it's good. It's good to know your limits and where you're at, man, and be able to hold, you know, show that and express that and stuff. And that's things you learn out there. That's healthy stuff right there. Yeah. You know, that isn't a bad thing. You know, it's one thing if you're injuring yourself and stuff like that, and you're not going to be able to walk the next day, but you find out you go to bed that night, you wake up the next day and you're perfectly fine again to walk for another 12, 15 miles before you really start hurting again for that last 10 to 15 miles. You know, because I mean, you get to a point where you're doing 27, 30 miles a day. Mm-hmm. you know multiple days a week yeah. and stuff you know i mean you're humming down that trail and stuff and it hurts 
gets to you after a while beats you down yeah yeah. I haven't caught up with her in a, in a bit, uh, uh, but uh, my um, cousin's wife, uh, Jolene, her sister, is currently doing the Appalachian Trail, and uh, occasionally Jolene was like posting up, you know, updates from her. But I think she's kind of pretty much like off the grid with it. I don't think she's like used, you know, really like on her phone much or anything like that. So. Uh, <laughs> You kind know. of how it becomes. Yeah. Because it's a lot of work to keep posting and keep posting. Yeah. Eventually you learn just like I did. You get to the top of the mountain and at first, like I said, it's the honeymoon. You get to the top of the mountain or you get to the view and you automatically grab your phone. Yeah. Right? And you go, picture. Yeah. Picture. Picture. You know, and then all of a sudden you, you look at it for a while and you take it in and then you send it out to the world, social media and everything like that, right? And And you look at it. And you realize the picture doesn't even fucking do it justice. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even what you just seen or walked up on. Right. And stuff. So at that point, you're just like, oh, well, you know, and everything. And eventually you do this right here. And and I call it stealing the moment. Right. It's called stealing the moment for me. And when I get to the top of that mountain, I'm not allowed to grab my phone. Yeah. I take that moment in, man. I earned that moment. That moment's only for me. It's a gift that that the Lord has given me. Yeah. You know, it's a gift of life right there, man. It, you know, nobody else, nobody else gets that moment. Even if you walk up right next to me, you don't get that same moment. You don't get that same view. Right. Only you get that. It's a gift for you. And take it in and be present for that moment. Because mm-hmm. that's the moments of life where you're truly living. Yeah. You're truly living at that point. You're more alive at that moment than you've ever been in your life, basically. You know, when you when you just got to the top of a hard climb and you get that view and it's only yours, mm-hmm. you know, not to say there's not people around, but it's yours. And then right before you leave, you take the picture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I call it stealing the moment, man, because you just that moment's priceless. You know, I mean, that's that's the thing along the trail sure. and along life that that I've learned is be present, be present. Yeah, I you think uh, I think that's a, that was a great message. Uh, I think uh, way too many people are, you know, stuck in their phone. Like uh, you see at uh, concerts all the time, and and I, I think like that's the uh, it's great to have those memories, you know, to look back on and and to have these memories preserved uh, in that format. But there's a lot to be said about just like you're saying, living in the moment, being present in every day, and yeah. like. And realizing, like, because that's kind of one more night. Well, I mean, you know, I'm saying one more night. You know, on that road, man, just being present. One more night. You know, just all I gotta do is one more night. Right. It's just like we said at the beginning of the show. You blink and five years gone by, and you're like, you know, where to go? Yeah. So it's like you need to enjoy every day while you're here. And I think, uh, you know, especially uh, it happens every day. But like when we we lose the loved ones around us, he's like, man, you like, it's never. Uh, we're, we always wish we had more time with them and everything else like uh, these kind of things. And you, you think about those things and it's just like, um, you know, I just feel like we all kind of, you know, that kind of happened right before I love, love for the trail. My uncle passed. Yeah. And, um, I guess he was a little bit of a motivator for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of like, 
I don't want to really say the saying, but I'm going to say the saying because I always found it so freaking funny and I still say it to today. I love it. All right, man. He was my baseball coach. He was a very big part of my life. I mean, very, very big part of my life growing up as a kid and stuff. Absolutely wonderful man. Absolutely can't say highly enough about the man, how great of a of man he was. Work all day long, 16, 18 hours at that mill and then come out and coaches in a hundred degree day or do practice, never missed a beat, you know, and stuff. I mean, just he was a good man, but there was a moment we were having a baseball game and our team was never very good. Okay. I mean, I'll just say that right now. Our team was never very good, but this game, we were really doing bad. <laughs> really doing bad and he was so aggravated over there man i mean he was frustrated and he came out and he was like called us all in everybody to the pitching mound and at this point we're old enough now man we're we're probably about 14 15 years old you know what i'm saying so we're old enough at this right. point and he was like boys you better get your thumbs out your ass and get your head in the game <laughs> and start playing some ball well when he passed I left going back to shortstop just laughing so hard because, I mean, as a, as a young teenager, that's just hilarious oh, to yeah. hear. You know what All I'm right. saying? And and I really didn't think about it throughout the years. You know, I mean, it was I was a kid and stuff and didn't think about the years. And then when he passed, I started thinking about baseball because I was pulling out I, old baseball uniforms and old pictures were getting brought out and stuff like that. And it got to kind of that year. Mm-hmm. And it was like. Oh my God, dog. Like yeah. I remember that. And it hit me deep though. Cause it was truly what I was what I was talking about earlier, man. I was was half ass and shit, yeah. man. You know, truly I needed to get my thumb, get my thumb out of my ass <laughs> yeah. and get my head in the game and start playing some ball again, dog. Like was <laughs> sitting around and, and doing nothing kind of thing, man, or just doing enough. Can we get those uh bump when you're talking about the merch, can we get those bumper stickers like uh you know, Dean Justice, get your thumb out your ass. And get your like, thumb out your ass. Like, get your head in the game. <laughs> yeah. Get your head in the game. All right. Just, it has to be both of them. Get yeah. your head in the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, stuff. Yeah. No, I don't think I'd want to do that because that ain't man. the message I'm trying yeah. to give out to the world, you know? But Still, same time, man, you know, I mean, it was the message to me. Sure. It was yeah. a message to what? me. It's not the message I think the world needs at this point. You All know right. what I'm saying? I mean, if I had the message the world needs at this point is we really need to inspect our hearts. Yeah. Not not our not our beliefs, not our social situations, not all we need to inspect our hearts at this point. Yeah. And stuff, because I mean, truly, if we inspect our heart, I think it would ins- it would it would heal a lot of things that's going on that's would lead to healing of other things. As you uh describe in your your uncle, uh there was reminded me of a funny story. Um uh, so my uncle Roger was a Vietnam vet. Um, he was a paraplegic. He was, um, he's, I don't know. He never really had like, as far as I knew of his life, never had like, uh, wasn't married or never had kids, you know, or anything like that. He was so, um, very isolated in his life. You know, he, he would, come to family functions and, you know, and obviously and all that stuff, we had a good relationship, but, uh, so he, it's not like he did a lot, you know, he was yeah. kind of isolated. And, um, but one, uh, time we were all sitting around the table at Thanksgiving and we're all, um, you know, kind of got talking about movies coming up, you know, it's always the big kind of holiday movies start coming out and, and we talking about some movies we're excited about that year. And, uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, I went to the movies 
And we're like, we all just kind of stop, you know, like a record scratch kind of, you know, it's like, <laughs> we were just like, you know, this guy, he doesn't really ever want to do anything. anything and he's yeah. saying he's going to the movies and we're like, so what'd you go see? He goes, Deer Hunter, 1976. <laughs> and, uh, and I laughed so hard. Like it was like <laughs> the funniest shit to me like that. Uh, so, um, but he, uh, uh, just, uh, perfect delivery with it all too, man. It was just so funny to me, but, uh. But yeah, so he, he, uh, you know, it's, uh, stinks, man. No, like I said, he, he's gone now too, but I, I have these memories. I have these, these la- things that make me laugh thinking about them and stuff. So I'm glad we, uh, we have these memories and these, uh, oh, these things. That's, so that's what it's all about. Right? That's all. That's what it's all about. It's, it's about sharing <clears throat> moments, yep. memories and stuff. I mean, now don't get me wrong, man. The, sometimes you got to separate and decompress what I call. Right from people and from life and just have your alone time. But we are meant to actually share and be a, you know, be, be, be with each other. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's human nature right there and everything like that, that, and it's, it's wild how sometimes we don't do that. You know what I'm saying? We, we, well, we get caught up in other things and we, we get isolated and stuff like that. But yeah, I'll tell you this, man. Here soon, we got T-shirts coming out and stuff, man. We yeah. got we got all kinds of stuff here in the next couple of weeks coming out and stuff. They're gonna be twenty to twenty five bucks depending on the size, you know, stuff like that. So we we got, got all kinds of merch coming out. Got merch. We got the yeah, website, website. You said the album. Yeah. We don't have any official release date, but uh, keep an eye out for these singles uh, start releasing on mm-hmm. uh, on soon and. Um, but you can uh, what find uh, is Facebook uh, one of the better places to find you? Or well, what, you can now, find or? me on Facebook. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram. Yeah, uh, you can find me at um, um, justusexperience.com. You know, Facebook would be just us and the experience. Um, Instagram yeah. also would be just us and the experience. Yeah. Uh, YouTube would be the same thing, you know. Um, but now if you're trying to email me or something, it's like experiencejustice at gmail.com. All right. And stuff. But well yeah. let's uh let's drop in one more tune that you may hear on this uh upcoming album and uh uh and is it is an is it an album or EP? We haven't really discussed well, yeah, that. Well yeah, we're but, gonna do an album and everything like that. But yeah. at this point, you know, I mean I think within the next three to four months, within the next seven months we'll probably i'm wanting to have this album out but that's that's just rough timelines sure. you know what i'm saying but gonna start dropping singles right um here within the next couple months honestly you know i mean just depending on exactly how how fast everything comes through at yeah. this point yeah well, yeah man i'm excited yeah. to you know hear what else you got coming through uh but uh Let's uh, let's play one more for everybody. This is a song called "Keep the Love Alive," yes. and uh, it's been uh, one of my favorites since I first heard it. Uh, we did do some uh, live uh, jamming uh, the last time you were on the show, and so it was fun to get some of the uh, early editions of these songs, and uh, and now we're getting the proper studio yeah, recordings, studio recordings, and uh, yeah. so I'm glad that that's happening, man. So, oh, that's um, super exciting. So super exciting.
appreciate them guys for taking the time to actually even uh record me or play and everything like that you know yeah uh well again uh get plugged in with uh with dean just us and experience uh and come on out to happy trails uh on thursday july 27th and catch him live there um and uh I got other shows and everything yeah. like that, but go ahead and go to my social media to check out the sure. dates, stuff like that. Definitely go to my social media to check out the new merch coming out. Uh, it'll be hitting in the next couple weeks and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of exciting new stuff coming on. Everybody get ready for the Hawaiian trip and everybody bring your Hawaiian gear. Aloha, aloha. I really hope these uh, new shirts are Hawaiian uh, as much as we've been talking about it. No, but I definitely have been working on <laughs> yeah. that. That is funny you say that because right. that is something in the works. I have been so working on it and everything because that's exactly what I thought. It yeah. was after, after I ordered the shirts and I got really thinking about it. It was like, yeah, I'm get, I'm getting batches of Hawaiian yeah. shirts. I'll, I'll pay yeah. a premium price for a nice, uh, just as an experienced Hawaiian shirt. So yeah uh all right i got a couple of questions for you buddy and uh, we'll get out of here but uh it's fun to get your take on some of these uh but uh what about uh you know we we obviously talking paul and and dave and some of these other uh incredible people we've got to collaborate with over the years but what would uh for you what would be a dream duet or collaboration is there is there a certain uh artist that you've always uh admired that would love to work with God, that's a deep question, man, because yeah. that's so, so many levels of a surface and stuff like that, because I always said I wanted to meet Snoop Dogg and smoke with him yeah, and stuff. And that's that's one of my dreams. But playing with him, I don't know if he'd want to rap over my ukulele. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, playing with him, I don't know. Um, duet wise, probably Willie Nelson. Because he's one of the greatest songwriters, I believe, yeah. and also just such a Living amazing legend, person. Yeah, his whole career. To I mean, you always go to the greats to learn about how to become one, 
and everything and he is one of the legendary greats of all times i believe yeah i'm gonna try to score some tickets maybe and go to farm aid i haven't uh, gone in a couple years i went to kansas city uh a couple several years ago and that was a lot of fun and but I, i didn't see him here in town the last time he rolled through but i think it'd be fun to go see him at farm aid and uh, with all the guys and and uh we'll just see how he got his whole family together to play music everything i mean that's it's beautiful stuff right there yeah you know that's kind of like kenny's family man i mean they play they play as a family all the time his whole family's all about music and everything and it's a beautiful beautiful thing always a beautiful thing you know yeah man uh what um all right, <clears throat> the you know on the topic of merch and things, say the day comes along we get a Dean Justice uh, action figure. Uh, what what would you like to see as maybe your like three accessories to go with your your action figure? Definitely my blue Hawaiian shirt that yeah, I hiked in. Gotta have that. I would I would just probably hiker trash out. Yeah. Yeah, what we call hiker trash. You know, I mean, eventually after you hike for so long, you become hiker trash. <laughs> And it's a beautiful thing. It ain't a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing, man, because right. eventually, you know, you're wearing like four inch shorts and a Hawaiian shirt, just skirt, whatever you want, pants. I mean, what whatever you want. But me, I mean, I would I would hike or trash out probably. I would, depending on the season, what I wear, you know, like during the summer, usually I would have my it, it, town or camp. I would have my four inch shorts and my Hawaiian shirt on, you know, with my sandals and stuff but i guess my accessories would end up being my ukulele definitely you know um hawaiian shirt and no shoes yeah that would be the last accessories (laughs) no shoes right i don't know if i mentioned it uh the last time but uh thinking about the uke and uh um there's uh uh Cody Henry and and Adam Hookie from Funky Bar Brass Band have a, a side project that they do every now and then called Sophisticated Babies, and um, I had them play my uh, birthday party show like in <coughs> fourth one I think or something like that. Uh, so awesome. it's been a, it's been a little while since we got to do a show together, but they are one of the most uh, entertaining duos. It's a tuba and ukulele duo. And they pull off that is cool. like some incredible. I mean, like you wouldn't you you'll be shocked to see their their set list. Like the stuff that they were able to pull off, and it sounds pretty close to the record with just a tuba and ukulele. Like they're that that good at it. And I mean amazing. everything from Beatles to uh, Beck. They do Deborah from Beck that I love a lot. I love it. Um, they do Green Jellies, Three Little Pigs. Uh, you know, very, uh, oh very eclectic, uh, set list. Yeah. Uh, but one of those, um, songs on there, usually they'll do is like a, like a fire from Jimi Hendrix and he's got, uh, his uke like modified, uh, to run through pedals and, uh, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and he'll, he sits there and throws it in front of his amp, uh, like Jimmy does, you know, like, uh, really? for, for the feedback and. And is it acoustic or is it like a electric looking one? It's, like a I think it's a, I think it's an uh, acoustic, but he's like got a modified, modified uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's like a custom, you know, drilled a hole in the front there and put it That's in. Cool. Uh, so, uh, but uh, anyway, it's it's I a ton of fun to watch. That sounds amazing because a tuba alone, yeah. Because I mean, I played in the high school band and stuff like that, and was a baritone player. So that's just like a step down from a tuba. 
and, and stuff it's in the brass uh instruments with the trombones and right. trumpets and stuff and a tuba alone the range a tuba can get especially a good tuba player oh yeah yeah oh yeah with the ukulele i bet that just sounds absolutely it's, amazing it's it vibrates the whole room like vibrates the whole room and then you get them highs yeah with that deep low to yeah i bet that's raw yeah they probably get some really good stuff yeah but he uh it's it's uh i didn't know he played ukulele i didn't know i never knew he did that yeah i mean it's like i said it's not his go-to thing but he's he is good at uh he is good at it for sure and um but uh anyway yeah i uh it, I, it's just funny. I've never seen anybody play ukulele like that, you know, electric, like slinging it into the yeah. into the amp and stuff. But it's just fun because I think people kind of, you know, st- get stuck in a like a frame of mind of what uh, it, the instrument can do. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's obviously a ton of range that you can be done with a. You know, I thought a, about experimenting and everything like that because I mean, one of the favorite things I loved about my music and about what I do is it's just straight raw, right? You don't have no effects to it, to my voice, sure. to the instruments, nothing like that. What you get is what you get. It's raw, and you don't get that very much nowadays. A lot of people have some kind of effect yeah. to something, and, and you don't get that. But I have in my in the past thought about getting me a solid body or a hollow body ukulele and actually doing blues or like Grateful Dead or yeah. experimenting in different sounds of like Jimi Hendrix, stuff like that, but just just ain't there yet i still love the raw sound but i ran across the guy that did what you were talking about you know and it wasn't in st louis but it was on youtube and the guy was in uh, new york and he was doing that and i absolutely fell in love with it it was just like dude that would be absolutely amazing yeah to actually take and put sounds to my ukulele like huh mm-hmm. and i just haven't got around to it i i, I gotta sure. finish what i'm doing now i, mean, I love before i can go on to another project type thing right. you know I like, like I said, though, I love what you do with the, the just the rawness of it. Like, uh, and you were able to craft some beautiful melodies and uh, make some great songs, man. So, uh, yeah. um, I appreciate but, it. Thank you. Know, you. I, I'm really I pumped. Hope, I hope people enjoy it. I hope uh, it changes their hearts. I mean, hope that- it gets them through bad times. I hope it lets them know that you are not alone. You are not alone in this world, man. We're struggling and just mm-hmm. let's help each other. Let's help but- each other, man. So I was going to say, like, I think for me, it's a, you know, natural, uh, like boost life booster, just like I I turn on the music and I can't help but to smile and feel good and sing along with you. And, uh, you know, very much that Hawaiian, uh, lifestyle that we're talking about, man, like it just, uh, feels good. And, um, so, uh, I'm digging those good vibrations, man. Yeah. I'm just, I'm hoping it just heals hearts, man. Yeah. You know, hopefully it goes out to the people and they just enjoy it. I mean, I, 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 I love the shit out of it. Yeah. You know, I love the shit out of it because it changed my heart because it's truly for my soul. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess that's, that's the reason also that it means something to me is what's on part of my life. Yeah. You know, and, and I get to share it with others. And, and the reason I do share it with others is because that's the way we get by through things of letting people know that you may either be going into something through something or coming out of something, but it's okay. This too shall pass. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, we, we need to help each other. You know, I mean, you're not alone in this stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it doesn't mean you got to always love every situation. You got to always be loving. I'm not, I'm not preaching that, 
but love is the answer to all things. I will preach that, you know what I'm saying? But it's hard to always look at every situation loving, but in that situation, just know you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's other answers to that situation. There's probably another point of view to that situation. There's probably something else to it. And, you know, and I guess also preaching the art of forgiveness, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we need to really, as a society, learn how to start forgiving each other somehow. However you do it, you know what I'm saying? And in the heart and not just faking it and stuff, you know, and and everything, you know, I mean, it's just so much going on in in the world I, I see and everything, you know, and I'm just as guilty as everybody else. And that's the reason I try to spread the message, you know, Yeah. and everything, you know. Well, uh, again, uh, keep an eye out. New record on the way. Uh, new singles uh, coming soon, and uh, more shows, more merch. We got a lot happening. Oh, a lot of exciting stuff. So, but uh, stay tuned. I appreciate you spending some time with me today and uh, getting to highlight some of this, and uh, yeah. of course, uh, getting to catch up, man. As it was, I appreciate great. you coming. Yeah. So let's uh, let's make it happen uh, when the record's ready to get, when we have an actual. Uh, album together or something like that or maybe uh before. Well, i think i think i think we made a deal yeah earlier that it's going to be a little bit after the album probably comes out only probably a little bit but we're going to hawaii right oh yeah I that's where the, that's I'm, where it's going and it's in the next year I so i mean yeah we'll just do it in hawaii yeah. i mean as soon as it gets ready to come out we'll just sure. ditch it we'll just ditch yeah. out into the hawaii and everybody be like man where did he go right <laughs> We're peace gonna, out we're gonna be uh sitting on some sitting on the beach while it gets released yeah. <laughs> so yeah keep an eye out for that coming soon uh, but uh i appreciate you brother uh and uh thank you so much for for doing this and uh i'll see you in hawaii yes i'll see you in hawaii i yeah. love you love you man yeah peace bye I love everybody. you guys love you yeah